Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. You know, ever since I started taking it, I've really noticed a change in just how I feel. I feel really great all the time. Uh, you know how sometimes in the afternoon and working you just kind of feel drained or whatnot? Well, with taking the balance of nature, I don't feel that way. I feel like I have energy all day long. It's, it's just great. It's a great product. And you guys have been great every time I've called. I mean, you guys are just wonderful. And uh, I'm just so thankful that I found your product. And I'm thankful that I have it because, you know, I'll, I'll take it from now on because it just it makes me feel so great. It really does. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Western Sky Aviation Warbird Museum in St. George needs volunteers. They need volunteers to help give tours, help with aircraft restoration and maintenance, facility maintenance, carpentry, and event planning. It doesn't matter whether you can help a couple of hours a week or 20. They need your help to expand their museum. If you would like to volunteer, contact Jack at 435-669-0655. That's 435-669-0655. Calling all mediocre males. Women's sports is up for grabs. It's time to live your dream. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What's the name of this proposal? Yeah, so so the name of this project is Funvax, which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism. And you have a proposal already? The proposal uh, has just been submitted. But by spreading this virus, we're going to eliminate individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a market and blowing up the market. So our, our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene and that by vaccinating them against this will eliminate this behavior the least. How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed? Well, so, so the, the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses uh, such as flu or, or uh, rhinoviruses, and uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us, of course, have, ha- have been exposed to both of those viruses, and, and we're, we're quite confident that, that this will be a, a, a very successful uh, approach. Comforting, yes? Especially in light of what's going on. Comforting. You know, that was 16 years ago. Yeah, 16 years ago. Can I just, will you guys just amuse me? Can I just play that one more time for you? Now that you've heard it, I just want you to hear the details again. Just listen. 2005 presentation, Pentagon. Here we go. What's the name of this proposal? Yeah, so, so the name of this project is Funvax, which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism. And you have a proposal already? The proposal uh, has just been submitted. But by spreading this virus, 
we're going to eliminate individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a market and blowing up the market. So our, our- now listen to what he says right there. So this is going to keep um, keep those jihadists from blowing up a market, right? That wasn't the answer, though. That's not who he's talking about. Listen when he says masses here. So our, our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene, and that by vaccinating them against this, we'll eliminate this behavior. The least. How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed? Well, so, so the, the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses, uh, such as flu or, or uh, rhinoviruses, and uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us, of course, have, ha- have been exposed to both of those viruses. Oh, are, are all of us jihadists? Is that what the religious gene does to us? Huh. Interesting, right? And uh, let's just use a respiratory illness. Huh. Interesting. And, and we're, we're quite confident that, that this will be a, a, a very successful uh, approach. I wonder how many of you realize or think that this might have something to do with the ridiculous nature of the lies we've been told about our health and about what's going on right now. You know? I just... Just wonder. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, I would like to play a clip for you, and then I would like you to tell me what your thoughts are on it. Okay? Um, this clip, uh, why, by the way, welcome to the show. I always forget that part. Welcome. Uh, Glenn Beck on the show tomorrow. I also have Epic Times coming on tomorrow. And uh, Today, I have Simon Lee, who tells his story about uh, Hong Kong, about what it took to get a freedom movement going under mass suppression. I think we'll learn a lot from this. What do you think? He's got some uh, really interesting, unique ideas. Um, Also, Chris Ann Hall. So, uh, two loaded shows for you. And uh, I'm excited about that, actually. All right. So let me go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and uh, play this for you. Okay. This was from uh, a doctor at IHC. And uh, uh, I think his last name's Ferguson. And so I just want you to listen with a really close ear uh, to what he has to say. Listen, listen really closely. Here we go. Like most hospitals across the country and world, our hospital also saw a tremendous increase in the number of patients that we had to take care of last winter, most of whom had COVID-19. Most. It was a challenge for the world. It was a challenge for our hospital just the same. It's been really discouraging over the past week to see a big spike in the number of patients in our ICU and in our hospital. I walked up and down the hallway today and was just really discouraged to see how many patients room after room were there with COVID on ventilators doing poorly. I was discouraged to see that we had to intubate more patients today because of their lungs failing and even had to deal with death in patients. We are sad to see this coming back and it it feels different than it did last winter in two main ways. Uh, The first way that I would suggest is that last winter there was a huge 
influx of support from the community and the caregivers going to work felt a little bit like we we were heroes in a way mm -hmm. and it was an opportunity for us to feel like we really had an opportunity to make an impact to make a difference in the world and that support urged us on and we gave everything that we had we gave every ounce of energy that we had toward this and it's been very difficult now to see this coming back we feel like we just finished a marathon across the finish line and now we're looking ahead at, at 10 more miles and many of us just don't have gas left in the tank to do it again the other way the situation feels different is there's a solution now last winter we didn't have a vaccine but now we do and the vaccine works it is nothing short of a miracle in every sense of that word i will make a very clear statement that i have never taking care of a single patient, despite working day in and day out in this ICU for the past 18 months. I have never taken care of a single patient in the ICU on a ventilator who is fully vaccinated. Huh, interesting. I share that with you as a truth to help you realize that the vaccine works. And if there's anything that I could do, I want to shout from the rooftops and let the world know the vaccine is the solution. The vaccine can prevent the unnecessary suffering, the unnecessary dying, and the unnecessary sorrow for family members dealing with such terrible situations. So I urge you, please, please get vaccinated. It'll make a difference. What are your, what are your thoughts when you hear that? I'm just so curious to hear. This just came out, like, in the last, what, month? I just, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. 888-673-1450. Did you notice a couple things in the date? When, uh, when he was comparing the years, last year to this, this coming fall? What did you notice? What did you notice him say about it? All right. I'll uh, take a call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, first thing I would suggest is quit calling this a vaccine. Uh -huh. It's actually a um, form of gene therapy, mm -hmm. and that's what it is. It's a therapeutic. And I would also suggest that he look at the Israeli information. Mm -hmm. Over 40% of their cases are from fully vaccinated. They're allegedly rare breakthroughs, and that in the last two and a half months, Mm -hmm. The vast majority mm -hmm. of the dead and hospitalizations mm -hmm. are in the 65 and overcrowd, fully vaccinated. And um, of the 31 people that have died in the last two months in Israel, mm -hmm. 25 were fully vaccinated. Right. Um, so um, I'm just going to say everything he just said is BS. <laughs> As my cousin Vinny said, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Um, I thought it was interesting when he was describing the years and he wasn't saying we were knee deep in blood and guts and death and, oh my gosh, eye eyeballs peeling out of their heads and people's heads turning around and this is why we're so exhausted. He just said, we just really liked being treated like heroes. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't realize it was all about you. Oh. Is it all about the staff? I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't realize that. And 
they already admitted that the hospitals weren't full of COVID just like they are now. So what was, what were they so exhausted from? Huh? Cause people weren't even going in for other things. A lot of them were standing around a lot from what I hear from all the whistleblowers. So I guess the marathon he was talking about, because he made it all about the staff. Isn't it interesting that he made it all about the staff? Nothing about the people? Because there wasn't much to say, possibly. A friend had a conversation about COVID, and the CDC admitted that they were only documenting the unvaccinated at the hospital, not the vaccinated. I thought that was kind of interesting. Don't you? You think that's kind of interesting? <laughs> I do. Hmm. Hi, caller. Welcome Hi, to the caller. show. Welcome Go right ahead. The, I didn't, I listened to what he had to say, but I was so taken in with the drama in the voice. I mean, it was so rehearsed mm-hmm. and prepared and, and theatrical. Whenever I have spoken to doctors, you don't, they're pretty much, uh, these are the facts, and right. this is how it is. I mean, doctors are pretty pragmatic in a lot, a lot of things. My son is one. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we sure. even talk about family members, he's very much matter of fact. Well, da 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 Right. Not this guy. I mean, oh, he wanted the tears. And it was about more than I could stand. <laughs> thank you for making me listen. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, thanks. Um, it was a really interesting tape. It focused on all the wrong things. It was pleading with people to get a vaccine. And I actually have a tape to counter uh, what he was saying is factual. And I have a tape full of doctors that have a lot more questions and want to disclose things. And even a senator that was trying to disclose VAERS, which is the reporting act. Um, When I saw that tape from IHC, I I know there's a, a number of doctors that are buying into all of this. And they're just pleading, emotional pleading on Facebook. Oh, get the vaccine for the love. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> um, why don't they go talk to Sherry Romney? Sherry Romney, you know, they went and took the vaccine. You heard her story on the show, right? Okay. Um, boy, they sure are missing a lot of... A lot of the studies and a lot of the people that are having all the issues, right? So when I come back, I'd like to play this for you. It's educational. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. About my happiness. All that thought you're giving me is conscience, I guess. If I were walking in your shoes, I wouldn't worry none. While you and your friends are worried about me, I'm having lots of fun. Counting flowers on the wall. That don't bother me at all. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Uh, the flash flood, I think, is messing with the drought uh, exploitation. Just saying. <laughs> There's lots of articles about it today. It's hard when you're trying to put out a drought narrative and, and force more control on everyone uh, for conservation. And then, whoa, a, a flood. 
Anywho, um, <laughs> welcome back. And uh, it's always tough, right? It's always tough when nature happens, when you're just trying to go for that force. You can't get it. Ouch. Um, all right. So, uh, by the way, today, uh, Chris Ann Hall and Simon Lee join me. It'll be a, it'll be great. Anyway, it'll be awesome. Awesome show. And I want to play this tape for you. Um, I do. This t- <laughs> let, me, let me just say this. Um, if I could just play this over and over again, I, I think this could actually do it. Here you go. Just listen to this. That we made of the CIA's meeting. Oh, whoops. Um, two things playing at once. Never, ever, ever helps. Okay, here we go. It's a lot of buttons, guys. What can I say? Okay, here we go. That we made of the CIA's media operations disclosed, among other things, that they deliver through uh, CIA couriers um, ready to print or ready to broadcast news, uh, which is uh, used by the media. How easy it is to make people believe a lie and how hard it is to undo that work again. Oh, yeah. Mark Twain. All right. I'm going to play this for you. Um, I have cut in some clips that I think will be helpful and so you'll, with the louder voice that you're going to hear is the one that you just heard in that tape. Um, and that was Bryce Ferguson from IHC with his tearful, very, very tearful plea, tearful plea um, of sadness that you're not getting the shot. Um, all right. I'll take one quick call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi there. Hi. Uh, I, I just want to say how much I love your show. I oh, listen thanks. to it all the time. Oh, I love it. And... I have a great value in uh, what you've been able to share with us. Thank you. I am getting a little tired of the mask uh, mask discussions day in and day out because mm-hmm. basically those of us that have feelings about that have already made up our decision. Right. We either wear them or we don't. And the one other thing I'd like you to explain to me from your great attitude is how I handle when I've got a whole – a truckload of uh, grandchildren and I'm taking them somewhere and on your station I hear over and over and over again what to do with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. I don't and I don't I choose mean, the yeah. ads. I don't choose the ads. They're not up to me. I wish they were. They're not. Well, I know. It's a discussion I think we ought to have as grandparents yeah. uh, how to handle something like that day after day. I'm so sorry. And if I'm yeah. going to listen to your station I certainly wish some other things could be advertised besides that yeah. for the sake of my family. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for Thank all you, you do, Kate. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, I I don't have anything to do with those, and you might want to you know, call the station, um, let them know your thoughts, uh, because I don't choose those. Um, I can't make those decisions. Um, okay. So uh, I understand on the COVID thing. Trust me. Do you realize I've done a 19 months worth of shows? <laughs> And it's always because new info is coming out. And the other thing, the other reason I do this is because we're the barrage of brainwashing and misinformation is so heavy and so deep that the daily dose of truth, I can't even tell you how many people I know that totally get what I'm saying. They understand these clips. They've listened to them. Still a little brainwashed because you hear it so often and you have all of these well-meaning doctors telling you that your immune system doesn't matter and, and all everything you thought that was true isn't and you should go get this thing. And, 
And so it's been really hard for people. But the more information they have to shore up when they're talking to other people, they like that. So I get a lot of emails that they like the information on the show. But I certainly have tried to mix it up. I mean, we're talking to Simon Lee about Hong Kong in the next hour, and we're talking about the Department of Justice in the next hour. But um, but certainly, I feel like I would do a disservice if I didn't constantly give you the new info coming out to help you with other people and in your situations at work to help you under, you know bring to them these clips that are so, so good. So... I am going to play a little bit of this tape for you, and um, I you'll hear the louder voices, the voice from IHC, because we're going to be hearing this so much. Sadly, they're going to be standing there telling you with the with the you know tears streaming down their face. If you'll only get the vaccine, you'll be totally safe, and it's it's a lie. Sorry, it is. Here you go. Here's some of the tape. Here we go. Like most hospitals across the country and world, our hospital also saw a tremendous increase in the number of patients that we had to take care of last winter, most of whom had COVID-19. The Centers for Disease Control have updated their death counts for coronavirus and reveal yet again that COVID-19 is rarely the actual cause of death among coronavirus patients. It was a challenge for the world. It was a challenge for our hospital just the same. It's been really discouraging over the past week to see a big spike in the number of patients in our ICU and in our hospital. According to the CDC themselves, of the 220,000 deaths attributed to the coronavirus, 87,000 of them died from pneumonia and influenza. Another 17,000 died from chronic respiratory diseases and 26,000 died from respiratory distress syndrome. 44,000 patients died from hypertensive diseases. 23,000 died from heart disease and a whopping 28,000 died from cardiac arrest and heart failure. Yet all of these, even patients who died from heart attacks, were marked down as dying from the coronavirus. I walked up and down the hallway today and was just really discouraged to see how many patients, room after room, were there with COVID on ventilators doing poorly. And so when I was in the emergency room in March and I was waiting for my first COVID patient, wondering what am I going to do if someone comes in here dying of COVID because there is no approved treatment. We haven't been even given an offering of something that we could give to patients. We were told just try to keep them alive with a ventilator and 90% are going to die. That was not acceptable to me. According to the CDC, again, if you look at place of death, you'll see that some 10,000 patients who died from COVID were on hospice care, meaning they were terminally ill to begin with and were already expected to die. Doctors tell One American News that all of these patients were critically ill and likely died from their pre-existing conditions without any help from the coronavirus. However, they explain that the CARES Act, passed by Congress in March, gives hospitals a 20% bonus on their diagnosis related group paid for by Medicare. Essentially, that means doctors are being paid to list deaths as coronavirus without any indication the patient's death was actually COVID related. Why are we being pressured to add COVID to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. This is not about science and it's not even about COVID. When they use the word safe, the word safe, if you listen to the word safe, that's about controlling you. So when I talk to all my ER doctors who work in a hospital, no stake in the game, same opinion. I was discouraged to see that we had to intubate more patients today because of their lungs failing. 
and even had to deal with death in patience. We are sad to see this coming back. Uh, things that people need to understand is you're seeing, you know, remember this, we're still in flu season, right? We're, there's people, a lot, tens of thousands of people are dying of the flu. Well, guess what? The flu numbers are going down, okay? Interestingly, proportionately. So we're basically, I would argue, you know, we need to do an investigation. We're cannibalizing from those flu numbers to beef up the COVID-19 numbers. We're gonna have two viruses circulating at the same time. This spring that we just went through, February, we had a benefit of having the flu season ended. So we could use all our flu surveillance systems to say, whoops, this is coronavirus, we need to focus. Next fall and, and, and winter, we are gonna have two viruses circulating. And we're gonna have to distinguish between which is flu and which is the coronavirus. And so the comment that I made, it's more difficult. And it, it feels different than it did last winter in two main ways. Uh, the first way that I would suggest is that last winter there was a huge influx of support from the community and the caregivers going to work felt a little bit like we we were heroes in a way and it was an opportunity for us to feel like we really had an opportunity to make an impact to make a difference in the world and that support urged us on and we gave everything that we had we gave every ounce of energy that we had toward this and it's been very difficult now to see this coming back we feel like we just finished a marathon across the finish line and now we're looking ahead at, at 10 more miles and many of us just don't have gas left in the tank from the department of health coaching me on how to fill out death certificates and i've never really received coaching from the vital statistics uh, agency in terms of how to do a death certificate but basically death certificate be covid 19. the way the situation feels different is there's a solution now Last winter, we didn't have a vaccine, but now we do, and the vaccine works. It is nothing short of a miracle in every sense of that word. I will make a... Carolina, selling a COVID-19 test, and I might, you might say I know a little bit about all this. The bottom line is simply this. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. There is absolutely nothing that can be done to contain this virus other than protecting older, more vulnerable people. It should be thought of nothing more than a bad flu season. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. There is no action of any kind needed other than what happened last year when we got felt unwell. We stayed home, we took chicken noodle soup, we didn't visit Granny, and we decided when we would return to work. We didn't have anyone need anyone to tell us. Masks are utterly useless. There is no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's part of it. You know. <sighs> There's, there just is a pile of evidence so high it could uh, reach up and over my building right now. And I really hope that you're getting the help you need in explaining your position to family and friends that are so brainwashed.
I really hope. Um, it's, it's discouraging to see people that know better, even those that go to medical school, that know we have an immune system but deny it. Um, that's discouraging, I have to admit. <laughs> it's very, that's tough. That's a tough one. But find a doctor that, it, that, that honors his oath. And I have a great one that honors his oath, and I love that. And I'm telling you, they are there. You just have to find them now. Um, and so we're just going to have to to search a little harder, aren't we? To find those that are worth their salt that that say, "Hey, I learned about the immune system in medical school. It's a miracle. It was amazing." <laughs> Instead of telling you that you don't have one and that you need a mystery shot. So I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know why they're doing it, except I don't know profit. I don't know. Uh, afraid of losing their job. But when somebody pours on the drama, like one of the callers says, then, you know, makes me wonder even further how they just really want to do this. They're not being made to do that. So I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Would you like to help out in your community? Do you want to serve those in need but don't know where to go or where to look? Now it's easy. Go to JustServe.org, a free website dedicated to helping those who want to serve find opportunities in their area. JustServe has teamed up with faith, government, and nonprofit organizations nationwide to post needs and opportunities to serve. Go to JustServe.org and type in your city, and you'll see a list of upcoming service opportunities near you. Each one gives you all the information you need, like when and where the event takes place, as well as who to contact to volunteer. You can even sign up on JustServe to receive emails letting you know about new projects around you. JustServe is a fast, free, and easy way for you to find ways to serve. You can make a difference, and JustServe is here to help. JustServe.org is provided as a service by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. And, uh... I was also going to tell you, get over to ABC Auto Body Central. Yep, they're that good. And uh, I really loved them over the years because they've been really good to me. They fixed all my cars that my teenagers wrecked. And I just love those guys. They know what they're doing. They make the process super simple. It's easy. It's, you know, they're just really good at what they do. They get the car back to you quick. They work with the insurance company for you. You don't even have to deal with it. It's so nice. ABC Auto Body Central, five-star rating. Just people love them. They love them, and then they stay going to them. Um, And I love that. Don't you? I think that says a lot about a company. They retain people, (laughs) and so they're that good. ABC Auto Body Central. Make sure you give them your business. I've got wonderful sponsors on the show, and they're really good people, and they know what they're doing, and uh, I love them for it. Okay, so I'm interviewing uh, Glenn Beck tomorrow, and uh, I've got Epic Times, and I might have a sheriff coming on the show as well to kind of tell you about his journey uh, in fighting for for the people. Because I don't know about you, but I'm going to play this uh, about a four-minute clip for you 
to finish that up. And then I want to open the phone lines and I want to know how you're doing going, you know, basically on the edge of going into this fall. What are you thinking? And I'd love to take your calls on that. Um, the biggest service I can do is help you to know what to say to people and, and, and what's, what's going on. This is, it's hard because there's so much proof and information and evidence and everything else. It's hard to know what to grab when somebody kind of counters you with all of this garbage and brainwashing. So I'm trying to always make sure we have clips and, and all kinds of things to help you because there's so much of it. I mean, my gosh, the evidence stack is high. On the other side of the equation, the only evidence is my government said and my media said. Huh. All right. So here's the rest of it. Here you go. Clear statement. IHC. I have never taking care of a single patient, despite working day in and day out in this ICU for the past 18 months. I have never taken care of a single patient in the ICU on a ventilator who is fully vaccinated. I share that with you as a truth to help you realize that the vaccine works. And if there's anything that I could do, I want to shout from the rooftops and let the world know the vaccine is the solution. Oh, gosh. Okay, so here's the counter to that. Is those have received Pfizer, which is the, probably the least immunogenic of Dr. the three Martin. in terms of durability, length of protection. Uh, people that are now in the waning phase of the immune response to the Pfizer vaccine are seem to be getting infected. Notice they keep talking about Pfizer and not about the other two. So this this suggests this is exactly what you would anticipate is the the window of greatest susceptibility to antibody dependent enhancement is in this long tapering phase uh, as the vaccine response declines. And uh, I think Dr. Fauci is being very disingenuous. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, we could say he's lying, whatever. Oh, Robert Malone. There's, there's, there's mis, you know, I'm, I'm accused of being now an anti-vaxxer and promoting disinformation. But to my eyes, the government is obfuscating what's happening here. And I, I don't mean to sound alarmist, but what that seems to be rolling out is the worst case scenario where the vaccine in the waning phase is causing virus to replicate more efficiently than it would otherwise, which is what is we call antibody dependent enhancement. That's what the word is. And people have been warning about this uh, since the outset of, of this rushed vaccine campaign. So that was Dr. Robert Malone, creator of the mRNA. Uh, here you go. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. It's an astonishing statement. That's one powerful vaccine. But is it true? Well, according to reports, not just around the country, but around the world, not only is it not true, but it looks like in many places, the majority of the people coming down with the virus are fully vaccinated. For example, the Department of Defense had about 2,000 so-called breakthrough COVID cases despite requiring all employees to be fully vaccinated. But, but how can that be? Joe Biden told us that's impossible. Well, we know Joe Biden lies, and here you go. <laughs> that is not true. A computer-simulated synthetic chimeric 
computer-generated code uploaded by the Chinese in January was given to Moderna to put into an injection. Oh, and us. Let's not leave out us of the equation. It was China and us. I, I, I hate it when everyone just goes, it's China. No, it's us. Because Moderna and the NIH, which Fauci is over, signed an agreement uh, starting in 2018 uh, that they would uh, share that material in the shot. So this is why you see Moderna everywhere. This is why they were pushed to the forefront, even though they're really, really new on the market, in the marketplace. They actually made their agreement for this vaccine and for the mRNA. It even said uh, not fit for human use in the contract. I was reading through it last night. So there's that. Um, But uh, I'll close out with this. Here you go. And what we found, as you'll see in this report, are over 120 patented pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was actually entirely a fallacy. So absurd, Senator Johnson, is the way you continue to get censored. We we have close to 5,000 deaths, over 1,700 within days zero, one, and two of getting vaccinated. We we have, uh, you know, thousands of people with permanent disabilities, 20,000 hospitalizations. And that quite honestly compares to less than 200 deaths per year through the entire 30-year history of the VAERS system with other vaccines. They are suppressing this information, and the American people are paying the price. Hmm. Well, we all know that. Um, So I hope it helps in some way. Believe me, I'm tired of talking about it, too. Uh, Just because the caller was right at the beginning. You know, have you made up your mind? I would hope. Yet I still get emails from people, and this is what bothers me is, They didn't want to do it, but now they're caving to the social pressure of their family because they want to see their grandkids because their kids are acting like idiots and saying that, you know, you have to do this or you can't see the grandkids. So they're basically saying, I want to put you in peril or you can't have these connections anymore with your with your loved ones. I mean, I can't imagine doing that to people, but there are people that are doing it. They're so brainwashed. And so there's a lot of concerned grandparents out there that are going, well, I won't even be able to see my family if I don't. Um, I always think it's better to bring them over to your side of the bridge than, than cave to their side of the brainwashing and the evil that's going on in this country right now. Um, it's just beyond evil. I don't know if there's any other way to put it. Um, I am going to, in the next hour, also replay a clip um, where Dr. Paul Thomas was talking about which ones are maybe decent, the, the vaccines that, that are, because a lot of parents now are going, uh, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? And he actually kind of spells that out on Dell Bigtree's show. Um, so I'll play that for you in the last hour, but uh, I'll take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Only inhumanity for the love of God. Put this monstrosity into your arm. Forget your values. Forget anything that means anything to you. Forget that you're going to have aborted babies. Forget that you may be sterilized. None of those things are important. You've got to put this in your arm. <laughs> that's how it, that's, that's how how it I sounds. That's how it sounds. I know. There's nothing worse than a bad actor. Well, he's the one that I put am. the tape out there. I'm just rolling tape. I, w- I just wanted people to hear it, and I'm wondering if you're hearing the same things I am, which 
you or are. Or something incredibly disingenuous. Mm-hmm. How can people not hear in his voice that he doesn't believe a damn thing he's saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lie. You know what's funny is I've had some friends in the medical field, and you know what their advice to me has been? If you get ill, do not go to the hospital because they'll slap you on a ventilator. Uh, ventilators are the kiss of death because they have up to a 75% death rate. And uh, I wouldn't go near a hospital. Um, if hey, you I had didn't some... have a choice. Yeah. I had a heart attack. Oh, my god! I'd gosh. go to the emergency room. And I came up with, out with a upper respiratory infection. Duh, isn't that unique? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Then I had to go oh, back. Jeez. I came out with another upper respiratory disease. Ouch. Ouch. Thanks Welcome for the call. Welcome to our medical health care system. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I've, it's been a hard year and a half to wake up to the reality that we're in right now. Um, like I said, you know, we were charged seven, over 17 grand just for in one night. One night. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm telling you, it's it's bad out there. It's really bad. It does feel like a used car lot um, uh, where they convince you you need all these things and you don't. And I just, I don't know, I'd ask a lot more questions and I'd, I'd go over bills if I were people. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, Kate, I share in your frustration because here's the, what we're dealing with here. Because mm-hmm. I'm going through the same problems as you're going through when I talk about it, uh, when I do a Sunday night broadcast myself. And that's right. simply this. We are dealing with a mainstream media that for years we've been trained to look to them for all of our news and information. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of people that are programmed to look to these people as the experts. We have our work cut out for us in trying to undo all this damage that is being done by this mainstream media. So we don't have any choice, unfortunately, but to keep talking about it. Because as the old saying goes, a lie told often enough in the eyes of some becomes the truth. Right. Right. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Um, <laughs> I get emotional. You know that. But mm-hmm. um, as I was listening to that, I thought the voice sounded familiar. And at the end, when you said his name, mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. He is my bishop. Wow. And my pulmonary doctor. Wow. But he's not my pulmonary doctor anymore. Mm, sadly. Now that I know that, it, he, he does have a, that is kind of his natural voice. Mm-hmm. It's a very soothing voice. But I could not believe that that was him with those things. And the thing is, the information is out there. If I can find it, anybody can find it. Where is the curiosity right. when you see how this is being pushed, pushed, pushed? You're not curious? about why it's been hard it's been hard to watch yeah. i know so anyway i just had to i just had to get that off my chest mm, sorry to hear and that thank you all you do i know me too yeah thanks yeah I, I saw that and i thought geez talk about heavy-handed wow i just i just wish that it's kind of like politicians i wish politicians did research I wish politicians had a curiosity to know uh, what was really going on in government. But I think they like to remain naive. I wish doctors the same thing. I wish doctors would do more research. I wish they would look at, you know, what's causing something rather than looking at symptoms more. 
I would I would love to see the curiosity come back. I would love to see the open conversations. When I meet a field of of say of a career that is kind of hell bent on one message because that's all they got taught in medical school and that's all they're willing to to bring in as information, that scares me because then I wonder, well, are they not awake? Do they not see what's happening out here because I want them to have my best interest at heart. And I know there are good doctors too. I know there are ones that are worth their salt. It's just, we seem to have an epidemic of, of doctors willing to go along with this nonsense now for over a year and a half without asking the obvious questions like, have you ever seen COVID? <laughs> Do you know what it looks like? Or are you just regurgitating the nonsense from the uh, idiots at the health, uh, you know, the health center? Or are you just listening to the CDC now? Does the CDC call all the shots for your brain? Do you just, do you just repeat what you're told? Because I'm, I know you haven't seen it. I know you're only going off of a test that's fraudulent. So I know you haven't seen it. So how can you sit there with this, with this convincing crying, you know, voice telling me about this when I know you haven't seen it? Because no one has. There's no sample of it. So I, I get frustrated. And I'm just sharing that frustration. Um, I see a, I see a, it's been really manipulative. <laughs> so I just have a hard time with that kind of level of, uh, of that going on. And like I said, there are good doctors too. You just have to find them. And ask a lot of questions, <laughs> for sure. Uh, find one that, that understands what's happening and is at least curious about the world we live in. And... Uh, knows that the CDC is pretty fraudulent and so why would you just take whatever they said as gospel truth you know we can't be that naive right I would hope we're not that naive um all right I'll be right back with Chris Ann Hall and Simon Lee you're not going to want to miss this this is so good be right back Kate Daly show Mm -hmm. 